0: Welcome to the In the Clouds podcast. In the Clouds is a marketing cloud podcast powered by Lev, the most influential marketing focused Salesforce consultancy in the world. Lev is customer experience obsessed and podcast hosts, Bobby Tishy and Cole Fisher have partnered with some of the world's most well-known brands to help them master meaningful one-on-one connections with their customers. In this podcast, they'll combine strategy and deep technical expertise to share best practices, how-tos, and real-life use cases and solutions for the world's top brands using Salesforce
1: products today. Welcome to the In the Clouds podcast. This is Bobby, Tishy, and Cole Fisher. And we have our first two-time guest with us here today, Tim Mosa. Tim, how you doing? I'm doing well, Bobby. How are you guys doing? Any better? I'd be twins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Glad to hear it. You got you and Cole are always always upbeat and optimistic. I appreciate it.
2: <laughs> That's because we're talking with you, Tim.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Cole. That's kind of you. <laughs> don't, don't lie to me.
1: <laughs> well, it's been a little while since we've come together and released a podcast. And obviously, COVID has been hard for us to get together. So uh, we're excited to have Tim join us today to talk through subscriber experience. And it's a new offering from Lev um, under the Salesforce platform. And so um, first, Tim, if you wouldn't mind just doing a brief intro of yourself and, and your role here at Lev. And then uh, we can jump into Subscriber X.
0: Thanks, Bobby. Yeah, happy to. Yeah, my name is Tim Mos. I'm a managing director at LEV and I lead our media and entertainment practice um, for which there are a number of different responsibilities. But one of them is um, developing and uh, helping our firm to develop offerings like Subscriber X that you're going to hear about today, which is meant to solve for challenging interesting marketing and consumer experience related problems that we're seeing in the media and entertainment space. So thank you for having me today. I'm excited to be here.
2: Yeah, for sure. So, um, before we get into exactly what SubscriberX is, um, can you kind of give us a little background of how it came about and sort of like what, um, common pain points really were brought up that, that this really solves for?
0: Yeah, happy to. I, I think, it' Cole, I think it really just <clears throat> stems from the fact that consumption patterns of content in the media and entertainment space really have changed. And that's a fancy way of saying that as more and more streaming capabilities um, become available in the marketplace, more and more people are gravitating towards uh, streaming as their preferred distribution channel and that preferred distribution channel becomes um, more and more direct to consumer uh, which forces our clients um, in many instances who have, haven't have had a direct to consumer arm and have been b2b uh, those clients are forced to address um, what what we as marketers are familiar with um, as it relates to uh, customer experience, customer engagements, um, customer delight um, through the channel or the product, which in this case is, is streaming. And as that those consumption patterns have changed, forcing our clients to address their consumers in a new way, they're increasingly looking to technology to um, help address those customer experience, customer engagement challenges. Um, and there's um a gap in the marketplace right now or a gap uh, for our clients uh, to use technology to solve for those for those challenges so with that in mind um you know we came up with this idea of subscriber x
1: as it relates to the offering itself and the technology behind it what powers subscriber x
0: yeah it's um <clears throat> subscriber x is you know theoretically it's meant to manage the entirety of the consumer lifecycle outside of the application. Um, meaning if you know, take, for example, any streaming platform that you might be familiar with, guys, maybe you're on Disney Plus or you have Hulu or Netflix. Um, those companies are very, very focused as they should be on the experience while you're in the app, while you're um, watching either on your, your smart TV or on your smartphone. Um, and they're focused on that experience once you log in and as you search for content and as you and as you watch that content well we, what we seek to do is to think about that cons- that same consumer you guys uh, or your friends and family when you're outside the application um, the and as I said the entirety of the life cycle so from shopping and browsing um, in marketing terms from that awareness stage all the way through registration activation um, delivery of content recommendations and engagement and then driving loyalty um, and creating an environment where you you cross-sell upsell and extend uh, the relationship with that consumer um, and enrich uh, both the experience of that consumer but also uh, drive revenue for our clients And subscriber X is meant to cover that entirety of the life cycle using a variety of different, Um, products under the Salesforce uh, suite of clouds that they have, which I'm happy to describe in further detail.
1: That would be great. Yeah. I think it'd be beneficial for us to understand, especially for folks who might be interested, do I have some of these components already or what other components would I need?
0: Yeah. uh, And that's a great question because every client is going to have their own technology ecosystem, their own marketing ecosystem. And, um, they may have some of these, they may be missing some of these things. Um, but what we did for subscriber X and our go to market offering was we, we have, um, designed it and have connected a number of Salesforce clouds together to drive that end to end consumer lifecycle. Um, one of them on the front end of that life cycle the awareness and shopping and browsing and registration would be the um industry cloud for media which is a salesforce solution uh formerly known as velocity some of you may know it as velocity but um it's the salesforce media uh, industry cloud that is used for that shopping browsing registration component so we use that uh, to get people signed up uh, for whatever service it is they're looking for. And it could be a streaming service, it could be audio, it could be podcasts, it could be um, uh, books, uh, audiobooks, etc. Um, and we couple that with the Salesforce Marketing Cloud, which is something Lev is exceptionally strong in. And we use the Marketing Cloud for the ongoing engagements of that same consumer once they've registered. Um, and we'll use Marketing Cloud for things like activation or um content recommendations we can also use it to announce um the release of new content Um, you know great examples there when like when a new album comes out on spotify or if a new um piece of content like episodic television comes out say on disney plus mandalorian 2 is set to launch i mean these are great examples of ways that we can use the marketing cloud to announce the the release of that content to the subscribers and get them excited about that content that's coming their way. Um, So you've got the industry media cloud plus marketing cloud. Uh, That's the core. That's like the the heart of what we're trying to do. But we have coupled that with uh, several other technology offerings from the Salesforce ecosystem that would include Service Cloud, that's a natural play. You connect that in and if, if, as a subscriber, you have a problem or a ticket and you wanna raise that through the different channels that Service Cloud provides, we can do so and take that data and make it part of our ongoing communication with the consumer. We also connected with Interaction Studio so that we can capture not only uh, information about known subscribers, but also anonymous subscribers um, and use that Interaction Studio platform to distribute communications or campaigns through the website uh, for both known and uh, anonymous users. And then we also um, are planning to include a Customer 360. So we'll have the uh, consumer data platform available so that as we ingest data from all these different sources, from the web, through email, through the service channel, um, through the app uh, for behavior as well, um, we can take all of that and put it into the CDP. So there's four or five technologies that connect together. Um, but really the, the impetus and the starting point for it was the um, industry media cloud coupled with Salesforce marketing cloud as the starting point.
2: Very cool. So this sort of <clears throat> symphony of products from Salesforce and data being leveraged to um, enhance and amplify uh, the subscriber experience um, who's best off suited to leverage that is it just is it streaming services like a Netflix or a Disney plus or are there other types of um, salesforce customers or prospects or potential customers that best benefit from this
0: yeah this was something that became a very interesting topic of conversation within lab and within salesforce as we built out subscriber x you're spot on, Cole. I think it's easy to gravitate towards um, a, a very high-profile platform like Netflix or Hulu, as an example. Disney Plus, certainly those are those are um, clients who are candidates for an offering like Subscriber X. Um, and several of those clients are clients of Lev. Um, but but if you broaden the aperture and if you think about other um, sectors within media and entertainment and beyond that are offering a direct-to-consumer streaming service or product, it gets really, really interesting, really, really quickly. Um, some of the examples that we've that we've discussed um, are are clients like uh, Fender as an example. Uh, the, the Fender, the guitar manufacturer, they offer online. Uh, instrument lessons for guitar, uh, bass, and ukulele. I think the drums perhaps as well. Um, Another great example would be any sort of uh, online education. And in the era of COVID, where we have students who are uh, streaming or, you know, zooming their classes online presently, uh, that's certainly an application, but I, you guys may have heard recently that Google made the announcement that they would like to try and get into uh, streaming education as a, as a product, um, allowing people from around the globe to sign up for and um, engage in and get credits for, say, like um, Algebra 2 or trigonometry, um, which, which can be streamed to them around the world. And then there's other, there's other industries as well that fall outside. Uh, We've talked about higher education. We've talked about media and entertainment, but also like anything where you're, you're subscribing to a monthly service. Um, Trunk club uh, provides a monthly uh, clothes service based on your preferences that they deliver to you. There's things like Grammarly um, that, you know, online uh, subscription for, Writing documents and and changing or uh, correcting your grammar, all of these things are um, have the components of what we're discussing. Uh, There is there is a barrier to entry that's fairly low. You sign up online. There's content that's delivered to the consumer through uh, over the internet and through a proper device, smart TV, smartphone, etc. And um, those our clients in, in all of those instances want to engage with those subscribers as much as possible to delight them, to keep them engaged, to keep them coming back to their service, and ultimately to continue to keep them um, renewing for that monthly or that annual subscription.
1: Uh, I think that parlays right into what my next question was going to be was, you know, what industries are we seeing adopt subscriber X or would be good candidates for it? And I think that the, based on what you just mentioned outlines that it's really anybody who has a subscription type of model, not just, you know, a streaming service or something like that. I think it's important to note too, that we've also integrated with uh, um, fulfillment providers as well. So uh, you mentioned trunk club as an example and um, but there's been some others where uh, there's a, a monthly box that's delivered with, you know, certain goods like fishing supplies or something like that. Like all of the the monthly boxes that, have come out to the market would be a great candidate for this too.
0: It's really true, Bobby. And the other one that I didn't mention,
1: but, um,
0: was a lot of people paid attention to was, um, streaming, streaming, uh, fitness services. Peloton is obviously maybe the, the most well-known brand in that genre, but, um, that's another great example. You, you, you sign up, uh, you register online, You're streaming the workouts, whether they're uh, stored content or you're watching live um, and you're interacting with a trainer and um, uh, there is competition for your attention as a consumer, um, not only to work out, maybe it's Peloton, but the competition is for your attention span and for uh, for your available free time and keeping that uh, workout fanatic or that that cyclist uh, enthusiast on the peloton or the movie fan um keeping that in person in front of disney plus like that is the challenge that all of our clients are are struggling with that's the uh, the challenge that subscriber x is meant to help resolve for our clients
2: very cool um so you mentioned kind of all these moving parts that that comprise Subscriber X. Is there anybody today that is executing on all or most of these components that has some sort of success or some sort of cool story coming along right now?
0: Yeah, I think there's there's a number of clients that are um, doing pieces of it, um, and then there are some clients that are certainly um, more advanced than others. Um, I think you know, if you point towards our client, which uh, is Disney streaming services, and of course I can't give away too much, but um, the outbound consumer engagement there through email and mobile channels are um, an example of how Subscriber X can uh, help our clients distribute messages into the marketplace about the service that they're providing, the product, the content that comes through the product, um, the value that, that the consumer gets for that subscription. Um, and that's one of, the, one of the finest examples, especially given the uh, scale and reach, uh, not only globally, but also just in terms of the sheer volume, 50, 60 million subscribers um, signed up for Disney+. Plus. So that's, that's probably the shining example, but there, there are several others, many others, especially in the media and entertainment space
1: anything else tim that you think is pertinent for folks to know about subscriber x or um what it does or how it could be used
0: well, i think if um if, if anybody's just interested in in learning more you can reach, certainly reach out to me uh, or through you guys i happy to just have a conversation about not only um questions about subscriber x and how that uh, could help our clients, but just more broadly speaking, happy to have a conversation about how those of us at LEV um, who are doing marketing in the media and entertainment space are seeing this uh, change in consumption patterns drive challenges within the organization that can be affected or um, influenced not only by technology, but also through data, as Cole mentioned previously, also through uh, creative Um, operational changes as well as measurement because those are all things that um, are ancillary to subscriber x but certainly might be of value uh, for a client to have a further conversation about
1: yeah i think that uh one thing that tim is being a little bit modest by is his uh, decades of experience in the media entertainment space not to age you tim
2: Isn't it like seven or eight (laughs) decades now, Tim?
1: (laughs) It is, it
0: is. There's a lot of gray in the beard. I can't deny it.
1: (laughs) I I think what's really cool is not only the industry expertise, but combining that with the expertise on the Salesforce platform um, has really been beneficial to our customers. So thanks again for walking us through that, Tim. And for the folks who are interested, you can always go to our website, lovedigital.com or email us. Uh, at the podcast in the clouds at levdigital.com as well so moving on to a really important part of the podcast as always a completely unrelated and i think i probably know the answer to this question for tim but the topic this week is favorite sports team of all time which is the team in the year so Tim, I'll let you start because I can just I can see you glowing <laughs> based on what happened <laughs> yesterday.
0: <laughs> well, I am from I am from Los Angeles, and you guys know I'm a big Dodger fan. So the day after we win the World Series championship uh, for 2020, is a good time to ask this question. Do it's you the Dodgers a
2: fan in Game Six, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Say that again, Cole. I missed it. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said, didn't you become a Dodgers fan during game six? I thought that was going yeah, like uh, to
0: Fair weather, right? Fair weather. <laughs> no, I've, I've been, that decades of experience means I've been a long-suffering Dodger fan now. Um, my favorite team is the Dodgers from 88, and we did win the World Series that year. And there's the famous Gibson home run that everybody knows about, or many people know about. But the team was um the team was very much an underdog. We were not expected to beat the Athletic A's, the uh, Oakland Athletics, uh, that year. And the team really just came together, and it was a, it was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, so that's my team, the '88 Dodgers for sure. How about you guys?
2: Cool, Bobby. Well, I was gonna I was gonna float it over to you, but uh, <clears throat> there's a youth hockey team in Minnesota called District Five. Uh, they became the mighty ducks. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, uh, <laughs> really tying it
0: together with the media and entertainment vibe. Huh?
2: <laughs> Been watching a lot of Disney plus. Sorry guys. <laughs> they got this new thing where they like hook me when I'm not even at the screen. And they tell me it's, it's a whole experience. I'll tell you guys about it sometime. But, uh, <laughs> um, no, so there's a lot, there's a lot of ways you can go. Um, because a team can be pretty – so, like, when I was when I was younger, like, you know, being a football fan, like, got to love, like, 06, 07, 05-ish Colts, um, Super Bowl or not, depending on those years. Um, I mean, I kind of always enjoyed watching the early 90s Bills, the lovable Bills, oh, wow. even though they Dude. went over four <laughs> consecutively for Super Bowls. But um, – but I would have to say my number one even precedes me is um, Miracle on Ice 1980 USA Olympic hockey team, all time greatest sports story and biggest upset in history. So I just, that one's got to go down for me all time.
0: I know you're a hockey fan, Cole, uh, and, a, and a player. So I was uh, half expecting that. Yeah, that's a great one. Man. That's a good call. <laughs> creative, a good call. Huh? Yeah, no, it's great.
1: Uh, well, uh, I want to make sure that I get the, uh, the year right here. Um, 1984
0: Cobra Kai. <laughs> close, <laughs> close. Uh, Daniel LaRusso, Valley, <laughs> Valley champion. Uh,
1: I think it was a 1998 or 1999, um, Wabash Valley Animal Hospital, Little League team. Oh um, gosh. no, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Mine is easy. It's the 96 bulls. So I grew up in a suburb of Chicago and, uh, so, um, the bulls were everything. Michael Jordan was everything to us. And I still remember that year. They went 72 and 10, uh, which has now proceeded or been, uh, Beaten by the Warriors, but they didn't win the championship that year. So it doesn't really count. Asterisk. Yep. And, uh, but I still remember, like, I I would watch every game the next morning. I would dissect the box score. And one night, I I remember I I didn't watch a game. And it was at the Atlanta Hawks. It was on WGN. I'll never forget this. I was, like, eight years old. And I was like, well, it's okay. I don't need to watch it tonight. It's the Hawks. Like, the (laughs) the Bulls are, like, 40 and 4. They're going to win. And the next morning, I get the box score, and they lost. And I was like, "Well, they lost because I didn't watch." So the whole season, the
2: season. You're an integral part of the team, Bobby. I
1: I tell you You what, the way I root for them and watch them on television, (laughs) almost as much as Dennis Rodman's contributing. So, (laughs) uh, but yeah, that was that was by far the best. Um, That was a lot of fun.
0: So, Bobby Titchy, sixth sixth man. Exactly. Uh, award 1998 i'm just um, glad
1: that we got on a podcast
0: that we didn't mention Jalen rose oh i know you uh, we know all about your Jalen rose obsession
1: um, I don't, do you I'm think Jalen rose is going to listen to this podcast if so should we talk about him a little bit i don't know he has
2: not me back <laughs> i
0: think he's a, i think he's a big fan uh i think he's a big fan of uh of lev and uh i'm sure he'll be listening yeah
1: yeah jalen rose first implementer of subscriber Rex. you heard it here first. there you go there you go all right and thanks, um man. the last dance
0: streaming now on netflix uh, oh yeah help engaging go. with your consumers let us know yeah. netflix
1: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awesome well thanks tim thanks cole really appreciate the time and we'll talk to everybody soon
0: thanks guys appreciate it i know